0: This episode of the Golf Gamer Podcast on the Sports Gamer Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 on WinBet and get 200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com slash SGP. Propswap, it's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the propswap app today. And Stable Duel, it's a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to go get started today. And in, and in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to SGPN slash Masters and click the context Lick for the SGP. All right, DJs, welcome to the Masters preview show. It's the Super Bowl for week. I am absolutely ready to go. with you, boy, Boston Capper with the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer, who sounds raspier
1: than I do. Yeah, you know, there's going to be times tonight when you think my microphone might be on mute, but it's probably because my lips are moving and nothing is coming out. Um, I have laryngitis and it's really bad. And I feel fine. Like nothing's in my head, like nothing's in my chest. Like not sneezing, but man, my throat is just killing me and I do not sound good. So you, you sound fine, buddy. You sound no, fine. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I really appreciate uh, the moral support from you. So. Yeah, man. Excuse me. Give going to be a lot of that tonight, so sorry, guys. Uh, this is not going to be the highest quality audio show we do. So, look, this unfortunately is my biggest night to talk of the entire week, yep. it's telling Boston Capper about everything I know about maybe the most famous golf course in the world, and I did a bang-up article, about 3,500 words, so, look, if there's parts of this tonight that you don't understand, I'm basically summarizing that article. You can just go and read it. But there's a couple of things I want to expand upon, you know, when I actually put together all my stats and data today. Some things I talked about with you, some pitfalls and some things that maybe some like language and leans are going around right now. Yep. Yeah, we can talk about that. So definitely. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're coming off the Valero. I really don't have anything to say. Uh, congratulations, to no. anyway, J.J. Spawn, including our good friend Andy Lack. Great yep. call by him. Yeah, we're absolutely. Have had
0: Stewie,
1: Stewie had him too, man. It's funny, man. Yeah, it's there you go. Yeah, we're gonna have Andy Lack on tomorrow night along with Jeff Nagel. So yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be a nice little tout show from uh, from that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's lots of tout cash on a two fifty to one fucking head. I'm tout sure tout it stuff. is. Hey, you know what? When you hit a two fifty to one, you should tout. So that's fine. Um, before just, we get in, into- just, just to think about that—that's
0: twice what my Sung Kang first-round leader was. That's fucking yep. insane.
1: I know it is. <laughs> that's that is ridiculously insane. What's the longest you've ever had? I think it was the Sung Kang, one twenty-five. <sighs> oh wow! I think yeah. I had one hundred fifty-one like years ago. I forget who it yeah. was. One
0: yeah. but- one twenty-five is probably probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. So,
1: all right. Before we get into it, uh, apparently we're still on Tiger Watch. Yes. Uh, statement today. Yeah. You yeah. want to talk about that? Yeah, so, uh, so, I,
0: he's 40 to 1 at the books. Whatever. It's a great storyline. It's going to be the dominating storyline. He went out and played fucking 9 solo. Uh, Billy Horschel came out, uh, they like dapped up on the uh, driving range, uh, they, when they were both working out. He said, hey, looks like the tiger I knew before the accident went out and played 9. He looks, he looks good, man. He's, dude, he's smiling ear to ear. He's beaming. And as somebody who was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about this Tiger storyline. I'm getting roped in just a little bit. I listen. I'm, I'm not talking about betting him or playing DFS, but like, listen, if he can go out and play and he's going to look relatively decent, that's a fucking insanely good story. Um, for golf, it's going to get more eyeballs on it. You know, whether it's the, what, what's going to suck is, is the fact, the TV coverage if Tiger makes the cut. It's going to be absolutely miserable for the rest
1: of us who, who are well. Well, us. that's your guys' problem because I'll actually be there. It's not going to be. Nah. Uh,
0: okay, nice flex, Dick. Um,
1: yeah, so I mean, the TV coverage is
0: going to be uh, is going to be a little rough if Tiger makes it. But dude, it looks good. Like I'm telling you, man. Like you see the smile, and it looks like he's like he's in his happy place. And maybe this is what he was targeting, man, for for his comeback. Like I have no idea. Um, obviously, we have no idea what he's doing out there. But dude, he played nine solo, so I don't know. I guess all we'll right.
1: See. Yeah, I mean, he says he's a game time decision, like he's, uh, you know, trying to wrap up that ankle and, uh, <laughs> yeah. get clearance from the the medical staff. Exactly. I, I mean, it sounds like at this point, I I think he's just going to play. He's, he's it up. I, I don't think he could have built all this up now and then just say, Hey, I'm not going to play. So, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, why don't we take a break and then we'll, uh, start, uh, really. Trying to lose my voice.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Well, listen, if you guys are looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand, look no further than Winbet, the premier online casino for five-star win sports properties. From classic table games to the best slot thrills and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to a $1,000. And the WinBet Hour, the win hour, from 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, better prices on select games. Anybody who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. And if you had bet $500 on college basketball Thursday through Sunday and be entered to win, uh, you would have got uh, entered to win a two-night stay at the Win Las Vegas, uh, for example. If they bet a G, you would have got two entries in. Uh, there's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is – Download the WinBet app or visit Bet.com to get started. All right, so listen, offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And listen, like we said off the jump, in honor of the Masters, we're doing a DFS contest where we're giving away a tailor driver. It's free to enter, and it's not just any tailor-made driver. It's the new Stealth. I mean, the fact this thing isn't filled already just boggles my mind. It's a free driver for DFS. Like, get out of here. Like, it's insane. Like, uh, I'm super stoked about the promotion. I can't believe uh, that that we're able, <laughs> we got it and we're able to give it away. So, listen, all you got to do is go to SGPN slash Masters and click on the contest link and follow the instructions. All you got to do is follow the Golf Gambling Pod on Twitter. Go leave us a review. Screenshot it. Send it up. Send you the link. Enter the free DFS contest to win a tailor-made stealth driver.
1: All right, it's time. I just took about half of a bottle of water, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. All right, so, so we don't need to go over the field. No. Every big name you know yeah. is in. You can, you guys have been looking at the odds boards for like a month now. You know who's in it. Yep. So and I'm not even really going to go into the history of this place or no. like favorite holes, whatever, because there was a lot of changes done to Augusta National this year that I think deserves some time to yeah, discuss. I have, so, I have questions too, so. Okay. So over the last couple of years, I mean, they always make little tink, like little tinkerings to this place. The last time there was a big change here was I think 2019. That's when they changed the fifth hole. They basically made it longer. They I think they rebuilt the green. They added, um, they moved the tee box back. And I think, uh, now that that brought into play, uh, what I like to call death bunker, which basically if you hit it into that bunker, it's an automatic lip. It is so deep you're hitting a wedge out, and you have, like, 120 yards for your third. It's automatic bogey, basically. Okay. But this year, a lot of changes were made to two really key holes, uh, and they both did a great job. So let's start with the 11th, which is the opening to, to Amen man corner. And this, like, when I was writing this article for the last couple of years and talking about it with you, this was always a hole I would look at and just say this. this might be the worst hole on the golf course just because of yep. how – much they kind of butchered this thing. This thing used to be really wide open where, um, you know, there was pines on some trees down to the right, but it was a flat landing zone where you have a really nice angle of the green, or you could just bail it left, but you have a really terrible angle with the green, you, can, you know, then you got to bring it in the water and play, or you have to basically bail it right and try to get up and down. But a little guy named Tiger Woods came and basically just dominated this place. So Augusta National's solution, like many golf course solutions, was try and make it longer and narrower and add more trees. And that's what they did to several holes in this golf course. And basically what happening to hole 11, they ended up adding a bunch of trees down the right side, and it really turned into a one-dimensional hole. Basically, everybody would hit their tee shot down the left side. Um, because it was safe. You didn't want to be on the right or else you're gonna be the pine trees and you're basically chipping out, you know, for your your second. But so you hit down the left. Really your only um option at that point is to try and hit the front of the green or bail out right and then try and get up and down. And basically what happened was it took it, it basically made birdies or double bogeys or worse, kind of out of the equation. Of yeah. Yeah, because guys are playing away from the water unless they hit a really terrible shot. <clears throat> And no you never really had a great angle to the green where you can get it close. So it's par and bogey. It's kind of a boring hole. What they end up doing was um they end up taking taking out a ton of trees and down on the right side and expanding the fairways. So now oh and, and then they push back the T box and move to the left. So now you're basically aiming down the right side. And this has now become again, it's not quite what it was, you know, back when Alistair McKenzie designed it, but it's close. Basically, you're aiming down the right side, and it's a risky tee shot because you still have some pine trees, some pine straw over there, and they ended up leaving three random pine trees in the fairway. So if the ball kind of rolls into an unlucky spot, then you're stymied. But the reward, if you hit a really good shot, a really daring tee shot, if you aim down that way, is you have a flat lie and the best possible angle into that green. Now, it's going to be a long approach shot, yep. but it's a very good angle. You can attack the pin if you want to be aggressive, whereas you can, again try and aim down the left, be safe. But once again, you have the same problem, is that you have, a, you have a terrible angle, and now you're actually much further back than you were. And another little subtle thing they did, too, was they changed the collection area down on the right to the green where they actually made it a little lower, which makes it a little tougher to get it over the mounds that are down there to try and get at the pin. So not only is it a longer hole, if you want to bail out, it's a tougher chip to try and get, save your par. Yep. It's a great hole. I think they did a wonderful job with this. Like, I, So I ended up posting a picture of basically their overhead from their website yeah. showing how the hole is comprised. It it looks great. It's going to add some excitement to the hole. Hell yeah. It's going to bring some birdies into play. It's also going to bring water more to the play Just because disaster. guys are going to go for it, and if they miss, that's in the pond. It's going to bring double bogeys or worse. So... Now, like this is actually maybe like a swing hole or like a car crash hole down the back. It's just going to add more, some more excitement. So I love what they did to this thing. Me too. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right. So the 15th hole. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. (laughs) So they made changes to the 15th. That's the 530 yard par five. Basically what they did was they moved the tee box back about 15, 20 yards, plays 550 now. They moved the tee box a little closer to 10th green down to the right. And they ended up making a couple changes to the fairway. They recontour the fairways. Basically what that means is they basically took out most of the intermediate cut. So it's a little wider fairways. Um, what that also does is kind of like for the 11th, you want to aim down the right, but the ball could run more into the pine trees because there's no more rough. A lot of that rough that they added to this golf course. I mean, first of all, it's not even all that penal. It's only about an inch and like a quarter or so. And second, it kind of acted like, bu- like a buffer, like, like bumpers and bowling. Yeah, where it would prevent balls from kind of rolling out to really bad places. Well, they end up taking out a lot of that on this hole. So if you want to aim down the right side, it can roll into the pine trees, and then you can't get to the green. But once again, if you hit a good shot, then you have a flat lie, and you have a really good angle to try to get the pin, especially that Sunday pin when it's all the way down the left. You really want to be down the right side of that hole. Once again, you can try and hit down the left, but kind of with the same problems that you had at 11, you're stymied by a bunch of trees. And there's really no bailout, like, at that hole. Like, short is water, and it's a false front that we're, like, you, you saw, like, Sergio hit, like, a so bunch of wedges man. and just mm-hmm. spit it up. Yep. Uh Long, if you take a bad hop, it'll run all the way down to the pond on 16. We saw that with Hideki last year. Just took oh, a bad wow. hop down the back, and it just rocketed I down. I forgot road. about that. Yeah. JT did it, too. Like, yeah. a couple guys did it last year. And it's not a really easy layup hole. Like, even laying up to wedge, like we saw with Sergio Garcia – you can spin the ball very easily off the green. So, and by pushing this back, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they also, uh, uh, manipulated the zone a little bit where it kind of creates like, like a, like a, up, like a hill kind of to prevent yeah. the ball kind of rolling out more. So it's going to be a really long approach shot into the green where guys are kind of hitting five and six irons before they're going to be hit three, four irons, maybe even a hybrid metal. So, and, and because the green is so shallow and there's no really to miss, it's going to be a really exciting approach shot down on 15. It's no longer like kind of a guaranteed birdie. Like this is going to be tricky hole where again, a lot of crazy shit can happen. It's going to be great. Oh, I'm so so excited. Yeah. Like, like, and so those are the two major changes they made and I love it. I think it's great. Um, it's kind of signaling the end of kind of an area at Augusta National with, like, narrowness, rough. It seems like they're trying to expand. It's where there's more risk-reward, more options. And one thing they did announce, but if you're, like, you know, a good eye, and you can notice, like, patterns with, like, how that was looked on Google before and after, they have taken out a lot of it rough around the golf course, too. Uh So I, I posted a couple of examples of how that's going to impact how it plays a hole. So on the third hole, that short par four, yeah. basically what they did was they took out almost all the rough left of the bunkers um, and almost up to the green. So that's significant because remember back at the November 2020 Masters when Bryson hit a ball down the left and he lost the ball in the rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's no longer a problem because it's no longer rough. But by having it be short grass, the ball is just going to keep rolling into really crazy areas and undesirable areas where you have a really bad angle into the green then. So, Sure, you can miss laughs, like, and it's a little bit of a bailout, but you know, it's a bad angle to the green. And then on 13, this is probably one that I'm going to be talking about a couple, you know, probably a couple of years from now when they actually push back the T-box and changed things. But for now, it looks like they made a subtle change where they took out the intermediate rough uh down the right side of the fairway off mm-hmm. the tee shot <clears throat> And kind of like what I mentioned earlier was that rough used to serve as a buffer rent balls from rolling into the pine straw that much. Now that's no longer there where, yeah, like, you know, it's still hitting a hill. It might, you know, push it, you know, left a little bit, but if it's coming in a little too hot, there's nothing that's going to stop it from rolling to the pine trees and pine straw again. And now that makes it more of a three shot holes. So, you know, this, they did that to a couple of holes holes uh, where they took out some rough where it used to be. Basically, if the goal is to allow balls to, once it hits the ground to kind of roll and roll into yeah. undesirable positions if it has to. So uh, a couple other changes they made. Uh, the tee box on 18th was moved back about 15 yards while still allowing the hole to play 465. I don't really see how the hole is much different other than the fact it's just pushed back farther. Um, Jeff Shackleford actually said, I don't know if he was kidding or not, but it might present an opportunity for some of these guys to actually try and hit their tee shot over the pine trees, down towards the old practice area, like a big, basically a field of just fairway. Right. Kind of like right, right. At, at the players at TBC, there's speculation yeah. guys would do that, so try trying to take out the water. Well, a similar vein is <clears throat> because the chute is just so narrow, like it's kind of, 18's kind of not really great. hole. Well, they got to take out some trees. But because it's such a narrow chute, maybe some guys might try and take it over the trees and get like a really good angle to the green. Now, probably not. Yeah. But it's an option. Uh, and then some greens were rebuilt. I think the 3rd, 13th, and 17th were rebuilt. I don't know. I mean, that I, I am able to get much information about how that's going to actually play out. So stay tuned. But other than that, I mean, <clears throat> they made a lot of really good changes. I'm very happy with some of the things they did. And I think it's going to add a lot more excitement, especially to the back nine.
0: Yeah, listen. Any excitement to the back nine uh at Augusta is always going to be a good thing, right? Especially because these guys, I mean, what, are they going to have one practice round to try to figure it out? You know what I mean? Like it'll be. It's no, they got be, a couple. Uh, they had,
1: they had a couple practice rounds.
0: You know, like what else? Like one week. <laughs> so, like so, like it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be exciting, man. Um, okay. uh,
1: and yeah. I think I think
0: taking away that rough is because you see guys use it. They know they can. They know they can mess, and they know it's going to get stopped. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I really think that's going to be. Yeah, I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think I think it would have a little more of an impact if, the, if it was actually going to play firm. But as we'll talk about the weather report later, m- you might not see the full effects of it this year. But no. on a high-level concept, you know, it really helps us in these shorter guys when you have wider fairways, wider firm fairways, where there actually is a penalty to missing and you got to hit on the, you know, miss on the right side, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's going to make a huge difference instead of just, oh, well, I'm going to hit to the here. The ball's just going to stop. It's sometimes because it's ryegrass, it's just kind of sitting up. I'm going to get a great club on it I can still get enough spin. So, yeah. You have any other questions or we move on? So, uh,
0: do they do? I think when I was reading your article, did, they made some changes to
1: not just the rough of the greens, like their newer greens now? Uh, with the yeah, contouring? <clears throat> no, I think they rebuilt a couple of greens. I'm not sure exactly what they did.
0: Uh, So exactly, do you do you remember when they rebuilt greens? I don't remember what course it was, but it was and it was like fucking landing on cement.
1: Yeah, going to be like that. That's true, but I mean, almost all the greens are pretty um, firm already because you know, just because of the weather, it's going to make them firm as the course dries out over the as the week goes on. They also have the sub air, and it looks like the rain is going to stop once the tournament hits. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's possible, but I mean, almost every green is pretty firm. You might pretty not firm, really right. notice as in okay. like a TBC sawgrass where you absolutely. That's what notice. I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 That's right. That, that, that's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, I read that. I was like, Oh no, is it going to turn into that again? Like so. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. but other than that, man, love the breakdown, love the changes. Uh, like you said, uh, seriously, uh, the in-depth article that you wrote over at sportsgamerpodcast.com breaks every fucking thing down. Uh, and, uh, it's fucking, uh, fucking ready, man. If
1: you, if, if you couldn't understand anything I said there, just <laughs> go read I basically recap the whole thing. So that's right. All right. Why don't we take a break and then we'll, uh, continue breaking things down. Yeah. All right. Listen, do you guys always feel like you're on
0: work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues in expectation to be on 24 seven? Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and reset. And that's when you reach for the cores like, cause it's made to chill. Listen, it's master's week. I'm all. Listen, I'm already pouring over data, staring at screens, refreshing uh, win bets, seeing when they're going to update their uh, master's odds. So, listen, sometimes you just need to take a break, man. Step away from the computer. Step away from the research and go grab yourself an ice-cold Coors Light. Listen, there's only one beer that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you will always know when it's time to chill. And when you need to hit the reset, just open up a – Coors Light. It's Mountain Cold Refreshment made to chill. Like I said, so when I need a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: All right. Um, let's go over some nuts and bolts of the golf course before we start breaking down Like what type of guys you actually want. So... Yeah. With these changes that they made by lengthening it a little bit, the golf course now is going to be over 7,500 yards. I don't know the exact distance, but over 7,500 yards, par 72. Um, It's going to be bentgrass greens. Um, This is usually a Bermuda golf course. Uh, I mean, Bermuda tee to green. That's why it's closed during the summer because it allows Bermuda to actually go through. But in the winter, they put down a lot of ryegrass to basically resemble what it looks like this week. So, yep. yeah. Um, and then let's go to the relative skill set chart. I think this is what you guys really are coming for. So, excuse me. So I posted my article. It's from data golf. Um, it's helpful and it's not helpful. So, great. It's helpful because <laughs> it shows a lot of things are highly correlated. Like, for example, if you have some distance off the tee, usually those guys tend to be towards the top of the leaderboard. If you're a really good iron player, a lot of those guys towards the top of the leaderboard are really good iron players. A lot of guys towards the top of the leaderboard usually are pretty good scramblers, and a lot of guys towards the top of the leaderboard are pretty good putters, which is great, but all it basically tells me is that you have to be really, 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 really good at golf in order to do well against national. Not helpful, especially with a lot of yeah. really good players in this field. So how am I targeting it? I'm basically trying to figure out what I think is most important this year based on weather, like the field, et cetera. And that's what we're going to lean is. So I think the first thing I want to look at is scrambling. I think that is going to be tremendously important this week. Already, Augusta National features the toughest greenside surrounds of any golf course in the professional game because you're chipping off of tight lies to fast, significantly undulated greens. It's not an easy task. Uh, the greenside bunkers are also set well below the playing surface. And those are actually the third toughest bunkers to try and get up and down on the PGA tour of regular PGA tour events. There's some other major venues that are thrown in there a little tougher, but of just regular events is the third toughest, which basically means it's really tough to get up and down. Um, you just see a lot, a lot of common traits of guys who win this thing or contend just are have a least short game, especially out of the bunker. So that's definitely something I want to keep a, an eye on, especially with the weather how it's going to be. We'll talk about that a little bit. And then second. Iron play really important here. It's the sixth toughest of all PGA Tour regular PGA Tour events for approach shots for scoring. And then again, you have firm, fast, significantly undulated greens that with tough pins. In order to basically get at, you need distance control. You need spin control. Like even it, when it, it is played a little softer, it's hard against some of these pins. It's not you're not just firing at pins. It's not like a birdie fest. Like it definitely takes. Really precise iron game. And again, you look at some of the winners here. They yes. all hit their irons great. We'll talk about that a little bit, just how great they hit their irons, Um, you know, coming into the Masters. Yeah. And then, you know, it shows that there is an advantage with distance, which there is everywhere. But the, the advantage of Augusta National is m- much bigger than other places. And it kind of is an extension to how tough the approach shots are. Basically... The shorter an iron you can give yourself into the green, the better. Because if you want to have a really high ball flight into a really firm green, one of the best ways to access a pin is sort of have, you know, a shorter approach shot and hit it as far as you can up the fairway. So you can you can get away with not having a whole lot of distance. There are guys like Patrick Reed won here. Matt Kuchar has been really good here. Brant Snedeker, Cam Smith even. Not the longest guy off the tee, But they compensate for lack of length with a really good putting. So basically, it's kind of like like, like a choose-your-own-adventure at this point. (laughs) For me, I want guys who are really good with their irons, really good with their – Half our audience does
0: not – at least half our audience has no idea what a choose-your-own-adventure book is.
1: Probably not. (laughs) But let me explain it to you. So basically, I want iron play, scrambling, check, check. If you have distance, that's my biggest tiebreaker of it all. But if you don't, you've got to be able to putt. Like, I, I, that's, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Like, that's the only way you can really keep up here if you don't have distance. If you don't, like, if you're just like, even just like a good putter, just like an average putter, like, no, you, you have no shot this week. Isn't, you don't have, distance.
0: is an experience on these greens worth more than, yeah, a good
1: it, it is, it is too. So that is something. But like, like, the guys I just named, like, yeah, they're experienced, but they're also tremendously good putters, like, everybody. Right, right, right. No, I just
0: yeah, mean like, in general.
1: No, no, and so, yeah, so, like, it, you can't just show up here and just say, oh, I'm a really good punter on backgrass Well, it doesn't really play out, so. Right. Yeah, and I think that's why you see some of these guys who are just tremendous ball strikers who can't really putt, like a Sergio or Hideki Natsayaba, because they play this, these greens so much, they just know the greens and they can putt well on it, so. Yeah. But still, like, I'm just talking about, like, Guys who don't have distance who tend to be who have a lot of experience here, you have to be able to put yeah, absolutely. in order for me to consider you. So all right, can we well, take it. I'm
0: sorry. Go I, ahead. No, so yeah, just another question. So with them lengthening a couple of those holes, is that putting more emphasis on length on the second shot or off the tee? Uh,
1: what do you mean? So like like on off
0: like do you, are they are we looking at players who need better with their longer irons, right? Because they lengthened some of it, or mm-hmm. They have to be longer off the tee. Which one's more important? I know the fairways are relatively easy to hit here. So is it is it the longer iron play that that, that is more important?
1: Well, I mean, long iron play was always important. We'll get to that after the break. It depends on what the weather is. Because okay. of the, if it's firm fairways, ball's going to roll out. Wow. Yeah. Everybody's getting distance. But if it's soft fairways, you're not getting much carry or much rollout. Yeah. Distance starts to have more of an edge, and we'll get we'll talk about that when we get to the weather report. But okay. I think I think to answer your question, this year, I think distance off the tee is going to matter a little more for a couple reasons. That I'll explain down the road. So, all right, while we take taking our break, and then we'll uh, start talking about iron play and the weather. All
0: right, perfect. Listen, did you guys know that browsing online using incognito mode actually doesn't protect your privacy. That's right, without added security, you might as well give all your private data. The hack is advertising, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet and encrypting a hundred percent of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even at your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed, your computers, tablets, all your devices, even your fire stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP vanish. IP vanish is offering an incredible 70% off they're yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. Uh, IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on, so stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash S-G-P.
1: All right. Let's talk about shot proximity first because you kind of just mentioned that. So for the first time, data golf actually parsed through all the master's data because there's no, because they don't give the media yes. access to the yeah. shot link. Yeah. But you can actually go back in time and actually look at the lines of the play-by-play. They have software that they can basically put all the text strings in it and actually recreate strokes gained by category there. Okay. And by, by extension, they actually were able to give us an approach shot distribution chart like I put for every turner, which is extremely helpful. <laughs> so I put that in the article this week. And basically, as I alluded to earlier, you know, Augusta National is basically one big test of your intermediate to long irons. Uh It's really it has above average rates of approach shots from 150 to 250. I think just eyeballing it, it's 33-53. Uh, 75% of your shots are going to come from 150 to 250. That's a very large Tots, sample. That's a pretty big sample. Yeah, that, and, yeah. And, and about 83 is going to be basically over 150. You don't have a whole lot of wedges in degrees, greens, especially that's when it's going to play. The fairies are a little softer like they are this year. It's going to be a very long golf course. Yeah, they've got, got it, they've got a
0: shit ton of rain up there. so They have. It's, it's going to be soft.
1: So you're going to want to basically target your long irons this week. Okay. So one thing I actually, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, one thing that, uh, you know what? I'll cover in weather. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about term experience right now instead of weather. Sure. This is something I think you like. I love it. So I always post, post this chart. It was, a, it was a, I'm giving data golf a ton of just free, free point. advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they should probably sponsor a show with how much I reference them and <laughs> generously line their pockets with my money every single year. Um basically what they do is they did a study of like because everybody says experience matters at Augusta National. No one's ever re- they ever really quantified it other than, oh, this guy, you know, he's always good here. Yeah. Well they actually quantified it. And not <laughs> only do they verify, yes, the more times you play Augusta National, you do well, basically they just took like how many appearances have you had at Augusta, and then what was your strokes gained on the field that in, in your next start? Well, not only did they prove that, yes, that's correct. It actually revealed some level jumps where once you hit certain masters, Excellent. you end up having some sort of like elevated performance. So, and kind of like last year, like, so there's a couple. In your third masters, you get in your first like breakout, like elevation jump. After you're in your seventh masters, you get another like, all right, this is your contender jump. And then right. you're peaking around your ninth masters. And so last year and like you end up having like sustained like peak performance between your seventh and 13th masters. Now, last year with Hideki Matsuyama, I think He's that was. Liar. Well, no, it was his 10th masters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So that's that. like that. that so that's peak performance right yeah. there. So that yeah. that fit. So I went through. The field, I didn't go through every way. I went through guys who basically mattered. And some guys really don't really matter, but whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So I provided to you guys who is in their third masters, who's in their seventh masters, who's in your ninth masters, basically the level jumpers. And listen, this is not a hard and fast rule, but if you like one of these players, maybe this is enough for you to kind of push you over the edge of like, okay, he's got an, like this is enough experience under his belt. Maybe he can do a little bit more.
0: I equated it for, like, people who, like, like, listen, we might have new listeners this week, right, <laughs> because it's the Masters. So if you play fantasy football, it's like your third-year wide receiver, right? Your exactly. third Your third-year wide receiver breakout. So um, everybody plays fantasy football, so everybody should understand that, right? The, the mm-hmm. jump that wide receivers make between year two and year three is there. And so what Steve's saying is three, seven, and ten. They're so
1: ten. <clears throat> your ninth, ninth Masters. Right. Okay. okay. So, and this is actually a really kind of a stacked list. At least three and oh, so seven. So Nine kind of a, a letdown. All right. So guys making their third Masters appearance is basically all your young guns, which is great. Like, you're really sexy picks. Scotty Scheffler, number one player in the world, making his third Masters uh, appearance. Victor Hovland is playing his third Masters. Kyle Morikawa playing his third Masters. Joaquin Neiman, who won at Riviera, by the way, which is a, always gets lumped into a comp to Augusta National. His third Masters. Sung J M, who finished runner-up in his debut at Augusta National. Third Masters. Max Homa, who's also won at Riviera. Third Masters. Abraham Anser, who played really well in 2020. He's had a really bad Sunday, but he played really well there. His third Masters. Matthew Wolf, Big power off the tee. His third Masters. Jason Kokrak. Your favorite. His third masters Christian Bazaine who I think everybody thinks sucks and then your boy Thomas Peters third masters I know that is a sexy list it
0: really it really is and you know what's funny is like so so you're not on social media but Kokrak already was like three days ago fucking put like a hype video of himself like getting ready for the masters and I know dude like loves his money and obviously he's linked to the Saudi league but I mean, I don't know. He doesn't have terrible results, even though he's a terrible bunker player. No, he,
1: no, he he's made the cut twice. No,
0: he didn't. Yeah,
1: he, he, yeah, he did.
2: Oh, all right. Let me see. His,
1: yeah, his results stink. No, just, you know what? Matt, no, Max Coleman missed the cut twice. Yeah. I know, I know Co Craig missed it in November, 2020. November, but he made it on the next, let's so just say he's like, nah, you know what I mean? But like it, whatever. Just where did he finish I, last, where did he finish last year?
0: The, um, let me, so do you think that skews it, by the way? The, 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 the year since it was like it was a weird like back to back you know what I'm
1: saying well this study was done uh, before the 2019 masters oh, okay. so the last okay. couple have not done okay so okay. this is from like 95 to 2018 I got you all right. so, so it co- is co- a little so co- old co- data but yeah
0: co crack cut and then 49 so not great that's what I <laughs> yeah. said I didn't say great I said it yeah
1: now you said he's been pretty good here no I, I did not say pretty good roll, roll it roll, roll the, the tape, tape. Oh. Or roll the tape okay all right seventh masters appearance
2: the good list Great list. Seems like all
1: sides appointed Justin Thomas this week. And this is his seventh Masters. Like the big level jump. Like the one like okay. Yeah. The contender one. And
0: if you look at his course history here already. I know mm-hmm. last year was a T21 but that was after he had that shitty meltdown. Like yeah. it, we, we it was, I don't know what happened. I we were texting each other like what the hell is going on? Uh, and then prior to that Three top 20, 17, 12, four, and really he was in the mix. Like yeah. he was in the mix. So a T five in the mix until like a little meltdown.
1: Yep. So there you go. Uh, Brooks Kepka, his seventh Masters, he came in second in twenty nineteen. Uh, Shane Lowry, who doesn't really have all that great of a history, but oh. it's his seventh Masters and he's been playing awesome this this spring. Yeah. And he checks a lot of boxes that maybe we'll talk about tomorrow. And then Kevin Kisner, whatever. <laughs> I agree. Sorry, I, I Kevin, agree because you're, you're not winning this week.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: That's why you're, I don't know, legion of followers on social media saying you should oh, be on the Ryder oh,
0: Cup. Oh, the Ryder Cup. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I,
1: listen, I'm not on social media. I am well aware of the push <laughs> to make him the captain of the Unless he's played team. in Austin. He should not be on the fucking Ryder Cup. Well, I, w- I will say this. Oh, the, the, par- course the, the, cor- the course in Italy... If they do pull the same shenanigans that they did in Paris, he actually might not be it. Like if it's between like Kevin Stop Kisner it. or no, no, let me finish. All right. If it's between Kevin Kisner or Bryson for that last spot, A, US is in big trouble because that's the last <laughs> spot of <available>. that <laughs> I probably want Kisner where there's forced layups. It's gonna be fifteen yard wide fairways, and he, Bryson's not gonna be able to use the driver. Yeah. All right, might not sure. be might not be a bad idea. But at Beth yeah. Pays Black in yeah. four years. Fuck no thank you. Fuck out of here. All right, yeah. all right moving all right. on. Moving on. All right, and then the ninth Masters appearance is kind of boring. Jordan Speed, Patrick Reed. Former so winners. Do you just not, like, Speed had a good day today? He did have a good day. I I actually, once I uploaded all the Valero Texas data, he actually kind of turns into a team no-putt guy. So that's actually not bad. Bad. Not bad. Reed, though, no. I, I think no I'm reason. out of no it. Yeah. No Absolutely not. Yep. So... so all right. So any questions on that list? No, I fucking love it. I, I fucking loved it
0: last year. The, uh, it's such a, it's just such a good little reference point. Um, I, I here's what I want. I don't know if you've done it yet. Remember I, I sent you that tweet about, uh, some, they have to come in second or whatever, the like nine or last <clears> 10 winners. Let's get a cross reference on that list.
1: So I ended up working that into our little elimination game later. Oh, okay. So there you go. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, While don't we well, take another break, and then we will talk about the weather, which is going to make a big difference this year.
0: Absolutely. All right. So listen, there are never enough things to gamble on. And the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others and move up the leaderboard. And now you can win as much as 40K with one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, you don't have to worry about it. The app gives you clear data on which horses – to select and build your best strategy. The app is free to download at com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the U.S. So get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you, or you can play against our stables. You can follow them in the app, and we can compare our stats. And, uh yeah, so download now at com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. We'll see you in the winner's circle. Play, race,
1: and win. All right. The weather. So I don't think there is a golf course that they've played in professional tour. I mean, other than like the open championship stuff, but like in the United States where the weather has as big of an impact on the golf course as it does as the Gus national, it can literally play two different golf courses, two different days. If the weather is certain things. So, you know, one day can be birdie city there. If it's certain conditions on the next day, it can be like really, really, really mean show its teeth. So high level, I actually have meteorological data going all the way back to 2007 and how that's impacted scoring per round at Augusta National. I have everything from wind speed that day, I have everything from if it rained or not, the temperature, what the humidity was, because all of those things can impact how it plays. So what right. I have found, just looking through the data all these years, this is the best time to play Augusta National if you want to go low. <clears throat> Anything above 80 degrees, the temperature, the ball is flying. You know, you, you just explodes off the club face. Humid, muggy conditions. Not only does that increase your driving distance, makes it a little longer, but it also allows the greens to absorb a little more moisture out of the air, which any sort of moisture these greens can just get, whether rainfall or humidity, makes it just that much more receptive and the better iron players can just, Take more advantage of it. Uh, soft conditions, like I mentioned, mostly immediately after rainfall. Not It, it plays tough if it's raining during play, <clears throat> but as soon as rain ends and it's immediately soft, that's when it's really easy. Like last year, Hideki Matsuyama, after the rain delay, just went barnstorming because the greens finally got a little more receptive and he was able to fire pins. And then low winds from an east or a south direction; those are the easiest wins to play because they don't impede the par fives as much. There's a couple of other holes where it makes it a little easier too if it's from the east or south. Um, but yeah, what I found was anytime that the wind was from the east or south, scoring is better. Now here's the when weather or the conditions were its toughest. Anytime it's under 70 degrees, when the Augusta National plays really cold, the ball doesn't go anywhere everything is short it's hard to get to the pin it, you're not getting much carry distance off the tee it's just dead like you don't want to play when it's under 70 some of the, like the toughest scoring rounds have come when it's like 65 degrees there uh um, low and with that when it's usually colder there's low humidity and pretty dry conditions that yep. means that there's no moisture for the greens to just absorb anything they were get right. really firm quick when there's lack of rainfall again Plays firm, and then any winds or significant winds from the north and the west. These are ones where it it significantly changes how thirteen and fifteen are played. Anything from the west, fifteen plays into the wind. It's Hard to get there in two, and it brings the risk of coming short and landing in the pond. And then right. if uh, in western winds on thirteen, it wants to, you basically have to hit a right to left hook almost. It wants to keep the ball right. So you're pushing the ball more towards the pine shot. And again, the approach shot is into the wind. And those are two holes you got to score on, especially in tough conditions. And if you're not scoring there, like it's, it it makes tough. And then like, you know, like a Western like wind too, like that makes 12 play a little tougher as well. Uh, I think 11 plays into the wind when it's a more of a north and west wind. It just makes it a, a much tougher golf course. So what do we have this week? We have a lot of things that make it tough. So, uh, yes, there has been a lot of rainfall in the area. So fairways and rough are going to be pretty soft. And if it rains during the tournament, the greens will be a little more receptive. But it seems like what's going to happen is the rain is going to stop around Thursday. There's a slight chance of rain on Thursday. And the first day, it's okay. It's like 75 degrees, winds out of the west of so 10 to 12. That's the toughest direction. Maybe gusting to 25. That's a tough wind. Yeah. But if it rains yeah. a little bit, <laughs> tough wind. if it rains a little bit, it might keep it a little softer. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's not the most ideal scoring conditions, but it might not be all that bad, except for the wind. Yeah. Friday and Saturday are look like death. Impossible. Low to mid sixties highs. These are the days I'm going to the masters, by the way. And my dad from Florida is coming and he's going to have to wear a parker probably.
0: He's not used to it. Just because we're not used to it anyway, he'll he'll be fine. It's still shorts and hoodie weather. All it's right. Fine.
1: <clears throat> Regardless, Friday and Saturday, you have temperatures in the mid sixties is a checkbox to tough scoring conditions. You have low humidity throughout the day, mark to low, uh, or to tough scoring conditions. It's not going to rain either of those days. Tough scoring, and the wind is from the west again, 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting up to 30. This is going to be an incredibly difficult goal for us Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I think the cut line is going to be easily like plus four. Really? Seven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I got to go check and see like how where the cut line usually has been. Yeah. And I don't think – I don't think the ten-shot rules is, is in place. No, it is. They, it is. It's in play this year. Are you sure? Positive. I thought they got rid of. Positive. I looked it up today. Okay. All right. Well, then that might make a difference in spree on your makeup prop. But regardless, I what I've noticed like through the years where the cut line was with this type of forecast, it's usually like almost approaching plus five. It's going to be really tough. Ew. And Saturday doesn't let up. Now Sunday <clears throat> it's a high of seventy, which is not warm. That's 70. Again, low humidity. Not as much wind, the forecast though, still from the west, but only about 5 to 10 miles per hour, maybe approaching 15 to 20. That seems like the best scoring day, although I just looked at another forecast and it seems like the gust might be 25. We're still, we're still a couple of We are. What I'm saying is, (laughs) excuse me, this is something you need to monitor throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. If it holds like this, with all the rain that, the golf course got it will firm up a little bit, yeah. But the fairways are probably gonna still play pretty soft. The greens will firm up because they'll have the sub air, the wind will dry it out, and it'll firm with the greens. They might be a little softer starting on Thursday. No. Greens will be well, Augusta National, as you know, by Sunday. Yeah, the fairways probably gonna be a little soft, and it's a longer golf course now with colder temperatures. This no. thing is gonna be so long, it is gonna be yeah. such a long golf course. So that approach <clears throat> shot distribution chart I took, skew a little more longer. Basically, all those cu- those buckets are probably going to be a little longer as you like. Maybe there's some more 250 shots. Maybe there's going to be some more 200 shots. Like, it's, it's going to be long, and the ball's not going anywhere, and it's not going to roll as much as, you know, when it hits the fairway. So, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, there's a couple ways to play this. First of all, I think I'm going to want a guy who has some length off the tee. Now, I was going to play – there's a couple things that have been going around, I think, like, as far as what you all look at. One thing people have been trying to say is Apex height, which is a stat that's on PGA Tour. That was was back in the day. Everybody talked about it, remember? Right. The problem with that, though, is sometimes there's a little bit of an inconsistency inconsistency between how – like, the top of, like, the ball flight and actually how far guys hit it.
0: Yeah, we would text us about that earlier.
1: Right, like, well, I'll tell the audience. For example, like, Dustin Johnson. I forgot
0: forgot other people were listening. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Like, for example, like, Dustin Johnson, I think he was, like, 70th or 80th, or, like, 100th in, like, Apex height, but he's, like, leading the tour and driving distance or something. Yeah, whatever. Basically, like, like, I don't really care how high the ball goes. I just want a guy who hits it fucking hard, like he's (laughs) Tyler Durden or something. So, thank you. So <clears throat> there's also carry distance, which actually I had thought would be a useful tool because that just, that actually measures in yards, how far oh, someone ah. actually carries off the tee. Here's the problem. I think the PGA tour is wrong on whatever they're capturing. And I'll tell you why. So I was looking at Tommy Fleetwood and <clears throat> it looked really good. He, they said he was the, he had the third highest carry distance of anyone in the PGA tour this year. I'm like, wow, that's shocking. <laughs> problem though is that while PGA Tour on that page says he carries a 311 yards, his average driving distance on the PGA Tour this year is only 298. Now, listen, with golf club technology nowadays, maybe it is possible to create enough backspin on a ball where it can basically rip back, what, 15 yards? 15 yards, yeah. 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 You know, maybe you know, maybe that's useful for drivable par uh, fours yeah. now where you actually hit it past the green, it rips all the way back to the pin. Yeah. Yeah. But unless it's that, that defies physics. Now, it doesn't? And, That's what I was. I was
0: so confused. You texted me that earlier. I was.
1: like, <laughs> What? I, 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 I was staring. at it Like, what
0: the fuck? It is also you talking says about. It,
1: it also says, <laughs> according that that metric that um, Xander Schauffele's carry distance is exactly the same as his driving distance. Once the ball stops, it literally stops like it's Velcro.
0: It's like uh, it's like Paul, it's, it's like Paul I, Casey's ball it just gets plugged in the divot. I, th- I think his carry
1: distance is measured at 308.3 and his dra- average driver distance is like 308.4. So long story short, don't use carry distance. I don't think it, I don't think it measures the same drives. Maybe it's wrong. Basically, if you just take driving distance, you're going to get your answer. It's not yeah. perfect, but it's just going to tell you, okay, who's the long hitters? Yeah. and. Generally speaking, longer they hit it off the tee. Yep. They're the ones that probably carry it the most. You're going to be fine. Now, another thing I want to talk about too is these weather conditions remind me a ton of the 2017 masters, the one that Sergio won, which actually I have up on my YouTube screen, right? Or, uh, on my, on my TV right now. I'm actually been watching it. <laughs> so I stop. Why? Why the fuck are you watching? Because it? because I think this tournament, based on these weather conditions, is going to resemble a like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, fine.
0: Okay, fine. It's yeah. not just you just being like a psycho and being like, hey. Well, this this
1: is, this is me being a psycho by having. No, that's a master's no, 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 no. If you think that's the
0: way it's going to play out, I don't think that's a psycho move. I think that's yeah. good. Like, <clears> so, chilling 20- and watching an old Masters is a weird weird move. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, so, back at, so back in
1: so back in twenty seventeen. That also had a lot of rain leading up to it. That was the Masters where Dustin Johnson slipped, said he slipped oh. with the rain. Yeah. He slipped with the it, rain. Yeah. But that also was notable because the par three contest was canceled on Wednesday. They got like two inches of rain that day. Yeah. So that was a soft golf course going into it. The True. problem was, it was the rain stopped as soon as play began. Temperature struggled to climb above 70 most of the week. It was a stiff west wind from like 15 to 25 miles per hour. There was very little humidity. Made the golf course cold and firm, and the winning score was nine under. So it didn't matter how much rain the, the area got. Once tournament started and we threw these conditions at Augusta National, it firmed up pretty quick and it played tough. It's going to be Okay. It's not gonna be a birdie fest because it's rained so much. Oh, I don't think I, it's gonna be I b I don't think it's gonna be birdie. fest. Well some so people might make that may might might think that, oh, it's gonna be soft, like he's gotta be a fire No, that that's no, not I how I don't I don't think that. I don't I know I know you don't because you talked to me, but I think there <laughs> maybe there is a narrative that's gonna ground are like, oh, like it's rained so much, it's gonna be soft, like all oh, that stuff. So I actually went back and looked at the top fifteen in uh of that Masters Leaderboard. I looked at, see, like, what were their driving distance ranks for 2017? And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 of the 16 guys finished inside the top 60 in driving distance on the BJ Tour that year. Top, top 16? Top 60. 60. 60. Okay, I just wanted yeah. to clarify. <clears throat> so you had Rory, who was first in driving that year. Yeah, Brooks Kepka was seventh, Adam Scott, Kevin Chappell was like twenty-third in driving distance twenty seventeen. Sergio was T thirty that year, Justin Rose T thirty-five. Uh yeah, Charles Schwarzer was inside the top fifty. Um oh Thomas Peters didn't qualify for a PGA tour stats, but he's a bomber. He was oh. in that top he was in that top ten. Uh Hideki was up there. Once upon a time, Russell Henley was the fifty fourth longest driver in the PGA Tour. He's having in two ninety eight that year. I'm just what? saying, yeah, I'm just saying, according to this, Ricky to Fowler side. also was kind of side side. sneaky long back then. Those yeah, he was, he, he, was, Ricky was always sneaky long. Yeah, so <clears throat> there's a couple shorter guys. You had Matt Kuchar in the top uh, 15. You had Ryan Moore and you had Steve Stricker. Um, or, no, I'm sorry, Steve Stricker was outside of you there. You, you only had Matt Kuchar and Ryan Moore in the top fi- top 15. Ryan and Moore, those guys are just, that? what happened to that guy? Uh, injuries. <clears throat> They're both really good putters. Yeah, no, no, I so, remember Ryan Moore. But other than that, that top 15 is just loaded with guys when we hit it off the team. Now, back then, T60 was about 297, and now guys can hit it much farther. Yeah. So I think you can, like in 2021, which that was another thing you asked me too, with like the 2022 driving distance test. it's a little weird right now because you got so not sure. a whole lot of data. You have Capaloo yeah. in there. You have all those firm like West Golf courses where yeah. driving distance is pretty long, like Bay Hill, like there was a lot of wind. So <clears throat> I looked at 2021 because that's a little that's more what, normal. That, that's what I went back into too. So <clears throat> in 2017, T60 for driving was 297. That's about a 100th now. I know. It's, isn't that yeah. wild, man? <laughs> right. So even though it is going to be a longer golf course that I expect to firm up during the week, I think you don't have to go t top 60. I think you can expand it out to, like, like, as long as they're, like, 299, 300, like, a little around there. I think that's enough length. But, again, the more length you can get, I feel like off the tee, the better. And that should be your biggest tiebreaker is always go for the longer guy this week. Yeah, I agree. 100%. All right, and then let's go for uh, horses for courses. So here's the top ten in career strokes gained per round at Augusta National. Minimum of ten rounds were in the field. So much of my surprise, Jordan Spieth actually beats Tiger in career strokes gained at Augusta National. Does it, that's weird. It is. I, I think some of the tigers' later ones recently have kind of dragged yeah, me out. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, if I think about it that, right. Way. <clears throat> but Spades is number one, uh, Tigers number two, John Rahm is number three, uh, Justin Rose number four, Tony Finau number five. He's got like three top tens and like four appearances here. Uh, number six, Dustin Johnson. Number seven, Rory McIlroy. Number eight, Xander Schauffele. Number nine, Hideki Matsuyama. number ten, Brooks Koepka. So, common theme of all these guys, other than Jordan Spieth, really long (laughs) off the tee. Pretty much all of them. Like, Justin Rose has been really good here for a long time, but he's at, in his heyday, he added a ton of length.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When he he bought those, what were those awful clubs he was trying to pitch for a while? Oh, oh,
1: Hama? Hama. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was shortly after this 2017 Masters, by the way. Excuse me. So, anyways, all these guys have a lot of length. Most of them are really good ball strikers. almost all of them are really good around the greens, too. You don't really see a guy who tends to struggle like out of a bunker or like from a tight line. All of them typically rank pretty highly in short skating around the green, and most of them run pretty hot on fast bunker at surfaces. so again, these are high quality players uh I think if you're betting someone to i mean i usually the cream rises to the top, and like if you target if you find guys with pretty long or adequate length. Excellent iron play, really good scramblers, can put a little bit on bank grass and have experience here. That's usually a winning ticket. Like it. All right, like let's it. end our break and then we'll get your thoughts and then yeah. we'll uh, play a little game. <laughs> Can't wait.
0: Even though you texted me that I'm not going to like it. The, um, so, listen, we're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The final two are set. So, uh PropSwap swap is your place to cash in on the big dance in the last two weeks. Propswap swappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on prop swap because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Then, after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit like Patrick from New York who sold a thousand dollar thirty five to one Houston championship ticket for a six k over on prop swap before their elite. Eight game. Patrick turned a thousand dollars into six thousand guaranteed and the buyer got the best odds in the country. So go to propswap.com and download the free propswap app today. They also got fantastic features like filtering listed tickets so you can find the best value, the free activity feed so you know where all the big sales and red, red hot tickets are up, uh, loyalty rewards program that turns your tickets into sales for extra bonus cash. And of course a first deposit cash match when you use promo code SGP. On your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: All right. Before we play our little game, yeah. like I'm jigsaw, by the way.
0: Yeah, what the, yeah, this feels weird. <laughs> like fucking Michael, uh, Michael Douglas from the game, little jigsaw. <laughs> I, want, I want to play a game. <laughs> Pretty creepy, huh? Yeah, dude, I don't like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like uh, never, never why don't you knows. give me your thoughts? If you listen to everything, I'm sure you've heard a couple of our podcasts. Like so,
0: so I like I, I've been sticking to my routine. The only thing that I do is I talk to you, and I'll listen. I'll listen to Andy's first, um, his first pod, right? His initial his initial pod where he breaks down the course too, so mm-hmm. I can hear his his thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I, I mean, I, I mean it's, we seem like we're on the same page. <laughs> you guys are on the same page, right? You usually are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and so it, it's just because I. When I hear too much noise, like it fucks me up. Like I don't want, I don't want to come on our pod on the DFS and, uh, and the betting show and just recycle takes. I want to have my, my own shit. If it happens to align, great. If it doesn't, fine, whatever. But I also I want to hear what smarter people than me have to say about the golf course, right? So, uh, but yeah, listen, I'm with you. Like I, I so I, that, that's why I was asking about like off the tee or the iron, the longer irons. Um, would make more difference, and you're right as far as like they have the sub air system and things like that, so off the tee if it if it dies i think i think you're right i think both of you guys are right. i think I, I know Andy's big on on distance this week, so um I think that's fine and and you don't need to be a good putter here, right you need to be able to punt well on bank grass you need to be familiar with the greens
1: yeah uh, i mean i mean that that definitely helps
0: um yeah
1: i think familiarity and the ability to punt punt punt
0: put well on on that grass greens, I feel like that's, that's a, that's good. And I, yeah, man, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited how this new back nine is going to play. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm mm-hmm. fucking like, I'm, I'm like rubbing my hands, like ready to see it. You know what I mean? Like, I really am. I'm really excited. I think it's going to play tough, especially with the weather. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, it's going to play tough, man. It's going to be, it's going to be a grind. It's going to be great. I don't know. plus four. That's fucking, that's really tough. Like, yeah. If that, if, if that happens, I'm gonna be a very happy guy.
1: Oh, like, I'll have to look back in because I have where all the cut line was and where the the first like the where the leader was after each round too, yes. based on the weather. And uh, yeah, I'll take a look. But I mean, from I my think, memory, it's I think it's like usually when it gets like this, it's your approach in plus four plus five territory. Yeah, I love it, and so I, I
0: really I, I think I think distance does matter. I think it probably matters more off the tee. Um, yeah, man, dude, some of those some of those long iron approach shots, man. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. You should, a four iron. When the like, when the last time was somebody trying to score with a four iron? on a par four too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like when yeah. the fuck? When the fuck? I can't even tell. I can't even think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah they, they ain't playing TPC Summerlin this week. <laughs> no, they are not, man. I'm all, right. Right. all right, all right, let's play this stupid game. that's gonna frustrate. All me. Go right, ahead. let's play. Let's play a little game. So you'll hear like bunch of trends like You know, this guy like had to finish like top thirty within like the last like three starts. Yeah. Or like I remember last year the PGA Championship. Like (laughs) I think one of the leans was like you had to miss a cut like in your last five. Yeah. Yeah. Something stupid like that. So I just took a different approach. I just did like just statistical, just performance based because like we always talk about like all right, most of these like leans really kind of just come down to how you are playing into the Masters. Yeah. So. I just said, okay, how you've just been playing this year, January 1st till now. And I am looking <clears throat> at all the winners of the last 10 years and how they did in all the Strokes game category, Strokes Gang teetering tatero- categories, because putting, really volatile. You know, Hideki and Sergio weren't putting very well coming in. Like, Hideki I think Bubble was playing well coming in. Yeah, like Bubble wasn't playing well. Well, actually, Hideki was playing a little better than people give him credit for. It. He wasn't putting all that great. I'll I'll tell you. Let me explain. Okay. So I mostly looked at just ball striking. How you been doing? Not necessarily results, just how you been hitting the ball. It's usually if you're hitting the ball pretty good, you're going to have a good result anyways. Right. And then I looked at just some trends of what all these guys are doing coming in. What was the minimum guys were, So yada, yada. Okay. Let's start with the first one. Okay. Over the last 10 years, the lowest strokes gained teed green per round anyone's had was 0.73 per round. That was the last year. Okay. And that's from January 1st all the way to now. Okay. So I took the field, and I calculated what everybody's been doing this year so far, and I chopped it if you were below that number. So here's some okay. significant guys who got chops. Brooks Koepke got chops. Now, here's another thing to you, by the way. The Players' Championship. <clears throat> How do we handle Almost that? Is- that's going to skew all the so data. That, you got to so throw it that, out. So, so that's why I did. If you missed the cut, I just pretended you didn't even play it. Uh-huh. If you made okay. the cut, it counted because there's still three other rounds you had to play. Yeah,
0: that's fine. That's and
1: fine. I knew you'd get mad at me because I know you like Cam Smith and I would have excluded <laughs> that one. So I just said, look, if you made the weekend at the players, that counts. If you didn't, we're just scrapping it.
2: I'm giving you and a couple.
1: And that actually helped a couple of guys. Okay, Cause
2: but Brooks that, is out, though.
1: Yeah, Brooks is out, though. I It's mostly his around-the-green numbers. They're not I quite as like good. He's, I feel like he's been... I don't know, we can talk about... I know, I, 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 that surprised me. He, I feel like he's been yeah. hitting the ball pretty good, too, but his offense, yeah. he, he hasn't been all that good. He's his iron's okay. Scramley hasn't been all that strong. He just yeah. missed. He was like .64. Bryson's yeah. out. He's been bad. Yeah. Louis has been bad. He's been out. So Sam Burns misses it, but it's only because of all his early stuff. Okay, But he's also a debut guy. I don't think he's actually yeah. going to win, but he can play really well. Yeah. But this cool. is just Same guys. Point. I know. This is just guys who I think can win. Sunjay's out. He's been playing bad. Adam yep. Scott's also out. And I think a lot of people yep. like him this week. His around the green numbers have been horrible. Uh Fina's out. His around the green numbers have been bad, too. So, yep. yeah, that's some big guys are out. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> No one has entered the Masters this year losing strokes with their irons during the calendar year. Coming in, really? Yeah, really. I'll, everyone's huh. po- everyone's been positive. There's only it's one pretty. guy. There's only one guy who this year who's been losing strokes with his irons from January first to now. Thomas Peters <clears throat> <laughs> minus point oh one shots missed. Just missed it. Just missed. He's okay. uh, listen, maybe he broke a club and
0: he hit the wrong iron.
1: So, oh, so here's the thing too. I'm gonna throw all, it out. I actually, I, I actually have access to all the Euro Tour data too, so that even throws that in too, and that didn't even help him because he played it pretty well over the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, it didn't help him though. All right. Excuse me, I had a cough. Now we're gonna chop some big guys. Okay. No one has lost strokes around the green heading into the Masters. Holland, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Rom, you're out. <laughs> DJ, you're out. Morikawa, you're out. Hovland, you're out. Terrell Hatton, you're out. Max Homa, you're out. And then Eric Van Rooyen, you're out. Some pretty good guys on that list. But all of them have really short but, sure. but Rahm has been playing better. Like It, doesn't, it doesn't, matter. doesn't
2: matter. I'm just saying. doesn't matter. This is not some hard and fast rule.
1: It's the last 10. All right, all right keep going. Okay. And actually, goes past that, too. Charles Schwartz right. was gaining around the green. Yeah, Phil Mickelson was gaining all around right. the green. I keep saying.
2: All, all right. <clears throat> this one's going to, I think, make you mad.
1: Uh, I'm already only, All right. <laughs> so there's only one guy in the last 10 who has lost strokes off the tee heading in, and that was Hideki, who's losing a whopping 0.1 or, okay. or 0.01. So like Peter's irons. Yes, like Peter's irons. Okay, but that's okay. the only guy. Everybody else has gained kind of significant strokes off the tee. Okay, I mean, even Patrick Reed was gaining heading in, like not by much, but a little. He was positive at least. Okay, there are three guys who are losing strokes off the tee from January first to now in the Masters: Paul Casey, Paul Casey, yep. Cam Smith,
2: and Russell Henley. Okay,
1: okay, okay. so they're out. Okay. Now I started taking like minimums, like minimum requirements of guys. <clears throat> okay. The lowest strokes game per round with your approach shots heading into the Masters and end up winning was 0. .23. So I chopped anybody who was left who was getting less than that. Okay. Patrick Cantlay's out. He's been hitting his irons like crap for the last like month or so. He's out. I feel like Florida
0: fucked him up. He doesn't
2: play well in Florida.
1: I, listen, well, he also hasn't played all that great at the Masters. That's fair. Okay. Chris Mize is out. Because he's like, Again, this is not you saying they're not gonna play well. This is eliminating guys who are gonna win. This is just trends of guys who have won. Okay. okay? You can give me all the shit looks you want right now. Yeah, I'm going to. This is this okay. is what happens okay. when you do shit like this. <clears throat> but you are gonna recall this list probably when you start pulling out the odds for Do you remember what I said. I'm gonna have to fucking go back and write down fucking names. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Uh the lowest amount of strokes getting around the green per round. Uh, anyone has had of the Masters point one two. That was Bubba Watson, 2012. Everybody else kind of kills it. Okay. Like it's makes usually sense. it's usually at least point three or above. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes yeah. Sense. <clears throat> so there's four guys who aren't hitting that clip. Okay. Jordan Spieth, Hideki Matsuyama. That's, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, he's, he's so it's he's only getting about point two recently, which is good. But for the year, only 0. .09 per round. That's so weird. I know. Hideki, Matsu- Hideki Matsuyama, yep. Will Zalatoris, and Tom Sure, Hoke. Hokey.
2: Hokey's not one of the best. <laughs>
1: um, and then I consider like iron play and around the green game is the most important. So combining the metric, the lowest okay. anyone has had heading in was .61. That was Sergio Garcia, who actually wasn't hitting his irons all that great, but he's a great iron player. So .61, minimum requirement combined irons and around the green. Corey Connors is out. Ryan Palmer's out. Ryan Palmer made it a long way, by the way.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? I think the the
1: Valero might have helped him. Probably. So now we
0: got... Shot the bet over the weekend.
1: Now we have 12 guys left. So let's start incorporating your little angle. Have you either won a major or finished second in one?
0: Yeah. By the way, that's not my angle. I stole it from somebody I know.
1: I know. It's nine I, I just want to make that clear to <clears throat> the listeners. I just want to make you happy by putting a little to the in yeah, this. Okay. Fine. I like it. So, Scotty Scheffler's out. I think he's best finish as a T4. Okay. Well, he's
2: okay. out. Jano Berger's out. Okay. Oh. Taylor <laughs>
1: Gooch made it this far. He's out. Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm just right? saying that, but... No, no, no. no I don't know. No, 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 it's fine. I, on, I know. No, no. I know you hate it, but just the nuts and bolts just... No, no, I don't hate that. I, I actually, hate he actually has him. a lot. He actually has a lot of yeah,
0: skill sets needed to do well. He, with he does. Yeah. he does. He's just he's the most mispriced person on.
1: I agree for DraftKings, <laughs> but there are things to like about him. I just wish he was seventy seven hundred dollars, not eight seven hundred dollars. Okay, exactly. here's actually a guy I really like this week. Joaquin Neiman got a lot going for him. Third time. This is his third time. Hmm? Really, really improved around the green game. Excellent iron player. He's nope. long off the tee. Lots of like, yep. Matthew Fitzpatrick doesn't make the cut. That's another guy, though. He's been in his irons pretty good and a good scrambler. He does not have the length, though. And Luke List, Steve Nolpud. Putt.
0: Steve no putt,
2: yeah. All
1: right, <clears throat> so now we're left with six guys.
2: Six, yeah. All right. Justin Thomas makes the cut.
1: Really good. I mean, go. Iron play has been great. Yeah, he's been gaining about point two seven per round around the green. Sansay percentage is really good. Yep. He's H great
0: out of the bunkers. He's he's great out of the bunkers. Yeah.
1: Even with a bad finish, Rory still makes the list and his yeah. numbers kind of drifting. That's interesting. Xander makes the list.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Iron play has been really good. Great off tees long. Great bunker
1: player. Okay. Shane Lowry makes this list. Oh, Shane Lowry. Iron play has been awesome. He's a great long iron player. Good bunker player, too. And he's putts he pretty well in Bentgrass too. Now, he doesn't have a whole lot of success here, but this is his no. seventh Masters appearance. And he's having just a shade under 300 off the tee. He's a little longer. You might give him credit for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This is going to be gross. Okay. Tommy Fleet would just make the cut. Get out of here. So here's the thing. You actually look at what he's been doing. It's almost identical what Hideki was doing coming in this year. Like, almost to a tee. Almost the same combined around the green with his irons. Almost, He's a really good bunker player. Almost the same what he was doing off the tee, too. Difference that Fleetwood can actually putt. I've seen a hundred to one number on Fleetwood, by the way. Because probably Fleetwood's not winning the match. I know, I know. But I just think.
2: I think he can play well.
1: Okay. And the last guy? Gary Woodland makes the list. That's interesting. It is interesting. He's good.
0: He playing good. He faded today a little bit. He had a shitty fucking Saturday.
1: Now he faded yesterday. He yeah. He,
0: no, and he faded today. He didn't do shit okay. on
1: the. All play. right, we finished t eight. Yeah, okay. let's,
0: let's find it. Long off not
1: great long iron player. The bone, the round the green game, was a desire. bit about desire.
0: It's I was gonna say he scares me with his around the green, and man, so I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad
2: thing. He was burning edges all weekend. Like that's he, not, he
1: that's a good thing.
2: That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. So, god damn it. God, god
1: fucking damn it, Steve. The south list.
2: Yeah. Especially with
1: like some of the colder conditions that we might see. Like that's, yeah. that's not bad.
0: No, it's definitely not bad. So I already got a football bet down on JT. That's fine.
1: Oh, well, no, no, save it's for tomorrow. Okay. Fine, well, no. Save it for tomorrow. Don't reveal. What?
0: You think I'm going to have less bets by tomorrow?
1: No, <laughs> I think we just got to save something for tomorrow's show, our big-time show. Oh, yeah, we're going to save something for our fatal four-way. Got it this time. Mm. <clears throat> but, All right. Yeah, got, it, got it. All right, so long story short, like, listen, this is just a little, like, gambling lean I did, yes, but lovely. if you want to find a commonality of every single winner for the last 10 using statistics and actual performance, not that they – lived five miles from the golf course and made a cut seven months ago to certain events. Yeah. You want to look at actually how these guys have been doing this year. Yeah. It leads to these six and you can make a case for everybody. Fuck. Even Tommy Fleetwood. Uh,
0: I know I've made up with him, but I don't know if I can bet
1: I know him. he's averaging three. So over the last few years, he's averaging 300.3 off the box. He's longer than you give him credit. for. Oh, it. I don't. I never yeah. said he should. I know. He might have the length to do okay this week,
0: with those weather conditions too. God.
1: And also remember, remember too. <clears throat> so he was first round leader of the players. I know. And back in 20, the 2018 Masters, I think he was like T five headed to the final round. He sucked, but
0: he sucked. I think he was first round leader at the Masters too.
1: Maybe. So he, oh. he's got some upside too. I don't know. Oh, uh, why? Why are you the way you are? Why are you? Because gonna make me? I like you. Why are you it? Gonna why you? You? And I know you. You say you hate this stuff, but I know you actually love it. Oh, I fucking eat
0: this shit up. I yeah, love it. I, mean, I
1: never say I hate this
0: stuff ever. I I, get, I just I glaze over it at certain points. I'm like, all right.
1: We're I know. <laughs> but I've I got down to the list. I mean, yeah. I think some of the interesting names are the guys that like. If we take out your criteria of like, yeah, finish second, like, Schaffler, like, confirmed, like. Man. Dude, if Scotty Sha, Sheff-
0: <laughs> Andy said it. Fuck it. If Scotty Scheffler wins the Masters, was he four times in seven tournaments and the Masters? and I mean, the WGC? Well,
1: let's put it this way: What if he's the reincarnate of Jordan Spieth 2015? Like, what if that just, what if that's just the case?
2: Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, Spieth was doing the same
1: things back then.
2: he will be all right.
0: No, fuck it. All right. Well fucking. <clears throat> we'll we'll say something tomorrow. All
1: right. Well, yeah. I mean, my voice is shot, so yeah.
0: All right. Yep. Got anything else?
1: Uh, no. Thankfully, that's it.
0: I'm rest my <laughs> voice and all right. yeah, that's it. Water, salt, lemon, hot, goggle. Do it right, sir. Hydrate. All right. Listen, you guys know where to find us. You can find Steve in the Slack channel from podcast dot com. Go click on his fucking article. Put a lot of work into it. Super sharp. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. It is. Fucking Masters Week, baby. We're giving away a TaylorMade driver. Go sign up for our DFS contest. It's, it's the goddamn stealth driver from TaylorMade. I hope I win this contest. I hope I win it. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to keep it if I win, but I still want to win. Uh, <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, rate, review the show. Uh, this is a great time to tell everybody about it. Obviously, this is one of our biggest weeks of the end, man. It really is uh, the Super Bowl for uh, people who create golf content, man. So huge week for you. Uh, we got Andy and Nagels for the Fatal 4-Way uh, tomorrow night, and then, uh, we got Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo Sportsbook coming on our betting show on Tuesday, man. So we are good to go. It's Masters Week. Get pumped! Let's fuck! Pump.